You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Moose Michaels with you, your host. You can listen to us on the brand new Himalaya podcasting app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anywhere you listen to your favorite shows, your smart device in your car, that might be the easiest way to listen. That's how I listen to some of our other shows. Tune it up in the car and digital dash, digital dashboard, off you go. All right, well, uh, some business to take care of first. Number one, apologies. We didn't have an episode on Friday. There is a very specific reason why. Uh, the first is my day job here in Nashville involves the Grand Old Opry, which, uh, if you don't know what that is, it's uh, like one of the premier places to go see country music, and I, I help produce that on Thursday night. Well, uh, attempting to record an episode while I was waiting for the various parts I had to be there for uh, didn't quite work out. The quality was not at all what you were uh, accustomed to. It's not what I was accustomed to. So I decided that, you know, instead of putting out a bad product, it was probably better to wait. Number two, I said we were going to try to do a live episode maybe on Friday night, Saturday at some point through the weekend. And just with family stuff going on, the wife and I in the middle of purchasing a new home uh, and getting things like that done. And of course, it's Mother's Day weekend as well. We, I, I, I just didn't have the time to do it. This weekend, sometimes the family has to come first. So apologies about that. Uh, those times will be rare uh, indeed. So uh, some other news. Anybody else watch Game of Thrones last night? Why is everybody shocked? By the way, spoiler alert. Uh, I would turn down the volume for about the next 30 seconds to a minute. Why is everybody shocked that Daenerys has become the Mad Queen? They've literally been setting that up. For years. Years. Burning people alive. Uh, what she started with the witch that killed Cal Drogo way back in season one. You know, the houses of the undying. Samuel Tarley's parents. Uh, well, his dad and his brother anyway. Varys at the beginning of this episode. I mean, it was. I mean, it, it's always been there. Daenerys is the true villain. Of the Game of Thrones. Now, I don't know if that means John's going to end up on the throne. I kind of hope it does. Um, Varys was sending out notes about that. And now, you know, everyone thought that uh, Arya was going to kill Cersei. You know, the brown eyes, blue eyes, green eyes thing. Well, guess who else has green eyes? Oh, yeah, the Mad Queen. I'll have to wait till uh, next week for the uh, the final episode, even though I will say the season has seemed very, very rushed. So I don't know if you watch uh, Game of Thrones or not, but ooh, one of my favorites. It was uh, <laughs> it was about the only fun thing to watch this weekend because the Cardinals, oh my gosh. What's going on with them? You know, offensive output, Friday, scored 17 runs. 17 runs. To the, what, the Pirates scored something like four? Wanka, now amazingly somehow 3-0 and on the season. 
you know, they scored all those runs. 16 hits, 17 runs. Watka, again, it's not that Watka is a bad pitcher, but he's definitely not the best. He only went five and two-thirds innings, and he gave up all the runs the Pirates got. That ERA is still sitting north of five, but he's 3-0 because pitching wins matter. It was a good night for the Cardinals that night. But I was listening to some of the uh, the radio shows out of St. Louis, and they were all like, ah, uh, you know, it, it's fun to watch. It's definitely a fun game to watch. But w- they would rather them, you know, maybe spread those runs out a little bit, not you know, blow the load, as it were, um, <laughs> just because uh, uh, in one game. Because on uh, Friday, see, the big game was on Thursday. 17 to 4. Friday, they dropped the game to the Pirates 2 to 1. And uh, Andrew Miller is the one that, uh, well, crapped the bed on that one. And 2 to 1, I mean, it, it's a pretty, it was a, it was a much closer game. And there's a lot of great takeaways from that, specifically Adam Wainwright. And they talked about this on The Athletic. I think I've seen it on ESPN. I think maybe it was the St. Louis Post Dispatch. It was one of those places. But Adam Wainwright pitched seven innings, gave up five hits, one earned run, eight strikeouts, and that one earned run was all the way back in the first inning. Uh, I believe, uh, who was it? It was Josh Bell. Josh Bell uh, hit his home run, and that was that was the Pirates' only run of the game for a while. I believe, in fact, it was their only run until the eighth inning. The great takeaway from that game, even though the Cardinals lost, was the fact that Adam Wainwright seems to be right. He seems to have done what uh, Justin Verlander did down in, you know, his latter days there in Detroit before he went to Houston and since he's been in Houston. Wainwright is looking like a co-ace. Well, actually, no, with the way the Cardinals have been pitching lately, he looks like the only ace. True, they lost the game, but it wasn't because of Wainwright. That honor goes to everyone's favorite southpaw pitcher, Andrew Miller. Yeah. One inning of work, three hits, gave up that one run there in the eighth, and, uh, well, the Cardinals couldn't come back from that, even though Jordan Hicks did a great job too. Uh, But the hits keep on coming from there because on Saturday, yes, Saturday, the Cardinals could hopefully win this one, right? No, they dropped that one by a game of, Two to one, or by a game, by a score of two to one, as well. Miles Michael is picking up the loss there, and I'm not just I'm not going to go through all these box scores. The offense, you know, as far as getting hits and stuff, wasn't bad. You know, Goldschmidt kind of woke up during this home series. Michaelis went seven innings, three hits, two earned runs, seven strikeouts, had a walk. His ERA uh, three point eight three now. All the Pirates' offense came in the fourth inning. The Cardinals' offense. Just couldn't get it together. They, they scored their only run of the game in the bottom of the third. So, as we mentioned earlier, they kind of blew their load on that Thursday game when they scored 17 runs. But wait, wait. There's one more chance to even out this series. Yes, yesterday's game. Mother's Day game. No, 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 no. St. Louis, uh, they dropped that game too. 10-6. to six. This was a frustrating game to watch. 
In fact, of all the games, I mean, well, obviously the Thursday game where they won by 17 runs was awesome. But of all the games they lost after that, the next three games against the Pirates, this was one of the most frustrating games to watch. Because the the offense seemed to have it together. Goldschmidt goes two for five. So does Munoz, who was playing center field. Uh, DeYoung had a couple of walks after going 0 for 3. Now, Ozuna did lay a big old goose egg. Uh, Jose Martinez, 3 for 5. He's 339 on the season. Molina, 1 for 5. Jerko, 2 for 5. Wong, 1 for 4. Goldschmidt hitting a big blast. His 10th home run of the season yesterday. But Dakota Huntsman goes six innings. I know, right? You never thought you'd hear that name in six innings. Nine hits, three earned runs, two walks, only two strikeouts. Webb comes in, gives up another couple of runs. Brebbia, yes, that Brebbia, comes in for an inning. Three hits, three earned runs, one walk, only two strikeouts. Gallegos comes in basically the same thing. So at a time when the Cardinals were leading 6-3, to three, in the seventh, the Pirates put up a five spot and then a two spot. To beat them 10 to 6. Yeah, incredibly frustrating to see the bullpen do this. But when you think about it, what can you really expect? I mean, seriously, you sit here, you watch these guys, you watch the bullpen get overused. And I'm not I'm not putting that on Schilt by any means at all. You know. I wish we would have seen John Gant maybe once or twice during this series. You know, except, well, no, he was in, he was in the big game, wasn't he? Where they won 17, didn't he pitch in that game? I think he pitched in that game. Let's go back and look real quick. Because if I'm right, and he did, you bring in one of your best relievers, John Gant, in a game that you don't need him. Yeah. He pitched a third of an inning. In that Thursday night win. Now, I don't want him to be overused or anything, but you guys got three days of rest after a third of an inning. You know, how many how many pitches did he do? And it doesn't say, but it, it looks like he had a pretty good, basically one out because he didn't give up any runs or any hits. And that what that's what makes it frustrating. The bullpen is better than that. Your starting pitching is finally starting to get together, at least in terms of Michaelis and Wainwright. You know, Watkins still needs to go deeper in games. So I'm glad Dakota Hudson got a little bit deeper in games. But that was just a god-awful performance. And after this weekend, the Cardinals are now 22-19. and 19. Three and a half games out of first place, sitting in fourth place in the division. The only team worse than them, the Cincinnati Reds, who are 18 and 23. The Cubs still sitting on top, 24 and 14. Milwaukee right behind them, 24 and 18. And after this weekend, the Pirates have leapfrogged you with a record of 20 and 17. I think it's time, and we're going to talk about this in the next segment before we preview the Braves series. I think it's time and we've mentioned this before, you have to make some changes to the pitching staff. We are now coming up on the middle of May. 
We are a quarter way past the season, or through the season. And while it's not panic time yet, you don't want to wait till panic time before you start making these changes. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can listen to us in the brand new Himalaya app. Yeah, it's for podcasting. Here's what they do. Curated playlist. It's a beautiful UI. Wonderful way to listen to your favorite shows. I mean it. You got to check it out today. It's for free in your app store. Himalaya is the name of it. You can also listen to us in your connected device, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, your car, your smart device. It's really very simple. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Moose Michaels. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Moose Michaels, and uh, yeah, having a big time. Just get done talking about how the Cardinals really crapped the bed this weekend. They started last week at a really good spot. First place, one of the best run differentials in the league. My, what a what a difference a week can make, right? Uh, the Cardinals now in fourth place in the division. Looking up, uh, however briefly it, it might be, Looking up the Pirates, the Brewers, and the Cubs. Was it a completely horrible weekend, even though you did get some losses? You did see some great performances from some of your starting pitching, specifically Michaelis and Wainwright. Somebody you did not see a great performance from, though, Dakota Hudson. The 2016 uh, first-round draft pick for the Cardinals did not do well. It's 2-3 and three on the season. He's got a 461 ERA. Through nine games and eight starts, one save, 41 innings pitched, 31 strikeouts, that whip at 1.78. He's been remarkably consistent since the beginning of the season. I will give him that. Last seven games, an ERA of 4.5. Last 15 games, 4.6. It's time to call the Dakota Hudson experiment done. I don't know what else you need to see from him. He needs more seasoning down at AAA. And we are a quarter of the way through the season. The Cardinals are in fourth place again, however briefly. And it's not time to hit the panic button yet. But as I mentioned at the end of the last segment, you don't want to wait till you have to hit the panic button before you decide that you need to hit the panic button. There are options that you can do to help right this ship. Wainwright and Michaelis are at the top of your staff now. Wainwright shouldn't be the fifth starter anymore. That should be Dakota Hudson. Hudson should immediately be demoted down to AAA. Until he can work on getting that home run rate figured out, until he can work on basically everything, command, deception, maybe just being a pitcher, I don't know. By the way, uh, be sure to rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and all those places. You want to chime in on this uh, at Locked On STL. Also, uh, at Moose Michaels, you can give us a call. Leave us a voicemail, 615-290-5507 is the number to call. 615-290-5507. Send us a text, send us a voicemail, whatever it is you'd like to do. We're going to do more live episodes uh, later this week. You have too many talented pitchers at AAA and in your bullpen for this to continue. 
John John Gant should get a spot start to see what he could do. I don't know that he would be effective. And I don't mean that in a bad way because he's been a great reliever, but sometimes being a great reliever doesn't necessarily translate in being a great starter. Uh, you take a look at, you know, Daniel Ponce de Leon, that one start that he had, it was very good. He tends to be, he's been good down in the minor leagues too. Why not bring him up? Give him a chance. And I know, I know, I, I, I've talked about this and I've railed against Carlos Martinez. He's, it's no secret he's not my favorite player. And I believe the Cardinals made the right call in putting him in the bullpen. But at the same time, you need starters right now. And I know he should go to the bullpen. That's where I believe he'd be best used. But if I had to choose between Carlos Martinez and Dakota Hudson, uh, you, you best be putting Martinez in that starting rotation. You've got options. Why? Why do you keep throwing Dakota Hudson out there? The fact is, he gets lit. He gets hit every time. I don't know if he doesn't know the adjustments to make. I don't know if he's not listening to Mike Maddox. I don't know what the situation is because I believe Mike Maddox is giving the right information. Take a look at, again, Wainwright's resurgence. Take a look again at Michaelis making adjustments. Jack Flaherty, he seems, he seems to be getting better too. Even, heck, Michael Wanka, Michael, I can't go past six innings Wanka. He's going to have crazy great games from time to time. Dakota Hudson, if we have a game where Dakota Hudson doesn't give up a home run, we consider that a win. And that is pathetic. That is absolutely pathetic. So here now, I'm calling for Hudson to be demoted, as if they listen to me. And I'd like to see somebody else, anybody else, get his next start. Gant, Ponce de Leon, hot dog guy in the fifth row, doesn't matter because it'll probably be better. Heck, give it to Jerko. All he does is throw, like, fastballs. And not even, like, great fastballs. And it's probably more effective than Hudson. I digress. We got to get this show wrapped up. Uh, I got to get to my day job here pretty soon. Uh, Let's see. Real quick. We've already covered the Cardinals just basically trapping the bed against Pittsburgh. They look to turn it around starting on Tuesday, tomorrow, road series in Atlanta. Flaherty, let's hope the bats can back him up as uh, they take on Mike Fulton. I can't, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that last name. Is it Fulton Etwich? Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, though. The, the Atlanta's version of Scrabble. Everyone else remembers uh, Zimski. Uh, so the last uh, two starts at Flaherty's hand, the Cardinals have been shut out. In fact, the only times have been shut out this season. And uh, Flaherty took the loss and allowed five runs over four and two-thirds innings in his only career start against the Braves last season. 6.20 uh, Central Time is going to be the start time on Tuesday for the game down at SunTrust Park. And uh, just taking a look at a little bit of the previews, things seem to be looking good for Flaherty. You know, the Braves don't particularly hit him all that well. You know, small sample size and all that. Freddie Freeman, who kind of hits almost everybody well. Uh, now, on the other hand, the Cardinals lineup does very well against uh, Mike Fultinewich. Still can't say his last name. Uh, specifically, uh, DeYoung's batting 400 against him. Um, Carpenter, 286. Jerko, 300. 
Weeders. Not that we're going to see Weeders very much. 313. These are also pretty big, uh, pretty big sample sizes. Colton Wong, get this, through uh, seven advance, batting 714 <laughs> against him. <laughs> Paul Goldschmidt through 15 advance, though, and uh, batting 133. Ozuna through 20 advance. Only 200, so maybe their bats can come alive against him, too. We'll uh, have a closer look at that game and that series coming up in tomorrow morning's episode. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be back on track this week. Hope everybody has a fantastic Monday. Hope you have a fantastic Monday evening. Go Cards, right? Yep, new series tomorrow. Hopefully they can start to turn it around. Check us out on the brand-new Himalaya podcasting app, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to your favorite shows, and we will see you tomorrow morning. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.